Are you wearing a Yankee shirt? I, you know what? I found this shirt. I hadn't worn it in a long time. Remember when I got season tickets for the kids to go to the Yankees games? When we yeah, lived in Brooklyn? What did you go to two? We, well, so we got like a package of like 15 for like, you know, nosebleed seats. And we ended up going to like eight of them. Oh, that's know? pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, I have this, I have this memory of one time we were in Princeton and then the boys wanted to go and, and. I didn't have a car for some for some reason. I didn't have a car that day, so we had to take a bus oh, to the God. dinky train, then take the train, then take the subway all the way to the Bronx. Mm-hmm. It was three hours each way, and when we get back, I'm like, guys, like you know, the kids were like, I don't know, seven and five. I was like, what was your favorite part of the trip? And they were like, I mean, what was your favorite part of the Yankees? Oh, when you bought me Skittles in Penn Station. <laughs> yeah. It's like so we, we we traveled for over six hours. Oh, and that's man. what you remember. <laughs> and now you're wearing a Yankee shirt. Yeah, it's a Jeter shirt, man. It's a Jeter shirt. I like Jeter. I like Jeter too. Um, I watched the Woodstock '99 documentary. I want to see night. it. I want to see. Oh it. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I want to see it. Yep. Insane. Who right? knew how angry white suburban kids were twenty? Years ago, yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. I was part. I was in it. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember people being that angry. But wow, yeah, you know, break Furious. stuff, break stuff, right? That was a, that was the Limp Biscuit song. Yes, right, break stuff. Uh, yeah. There's a whole section towards that. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock is in there. Yeah, yeah, calling exactly. Monica Lewinsky a hoe and yeah. Bill Clinton a pimp. Right, there's a lot of right. DMX has the whole entire white crowd saying the N word. <laughs> over and over again in songs oh and they were very happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it I is got, like, I got to see it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's, I finished watching it maybe because I was in it. Like I was, that was, I was, I was, you know, almost 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, it's a great sense of nostalgia for people that are kind of a little younger than you and a little younger than me, mm-hmm. but also a, really deep sense of embarrassment <laughs> that like I ever listened to any of that stuff. Right. Right. And right. um it's this weird like it's this weird uh piece of history where you're just like I you know, the ninety four uh um Woodstock was awesome. It was like Pearl Jam and like the Cranberries and like Crosby Stills and Nash and, and like mm-hmm. Santana and then this thing years later was like a Trump rally almost. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, like, so if that's 20 it's years nuts. ago, that's like a lot of those voters we know probably know. Oh, uh, we were saying the whole time, <laughs> me and Leslie and our friend um, Abdi watch, and we were saying many of these people definitely stormed the Capitol. Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway, highly recommend it. I mean, we should, we should actually <laughs> okay. like maybe do an episode after you watch it and just analyze this yeah. whole thing because yeah. I there's totally so much in there that it's, I, and I need some, I need people to talk to about it. I need people to watch this and text me. I'm like, All right. I'm, All I right. feel, I feel weird. That's, that's my assignment. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. Watch it with, with McCall. I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Should we get into it? Well, let's do it. Let's do it. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. This week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the billionaires in space. Uh, for some reason, within a week, these billionaires are all trying to like beat each other to space, which was 
you know, been done since the 50s, but some somehow, for some reason, it's amazing now. So cool. So, you know, just just to recall, you mm-hmm. know, the, the first human being uh, to go to space was the Soviet cosmonaut. They called them cosmonauts to distinguish with the astronauts, uh, Yuri Gagarin um, and Sputnik, which was like mid 50s, maybe 55, 57. I forget the exact date. It might have been Spit 57. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like the Cold War space race. And then 69, the U.S. walked on the moon. Right. Um here we are, you know, half a century later, and these billionaires um, want us to get excited about them not even going into orbit. They didn't even orbit. They just go up there and come back down. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, what the... It's a good metaphor for how cocooned they are from the real world Mm -hmm. that they're shooting up into space and in this self-congratulatory manner and coming down and kind and are probably a little baffled that people aren't cheering them on right like they don't get it like wait i just i just did this amazing thing right on this private space flight meanwhile again we have to stay this is like you know nasa and like scientists worldwide their publicly funded science produced the science to be able to go to space Mm -hmm. Right. So the fact that they're doing it, quote unquote, privately is just there. You know, the usual thing is that they're sort of parasites on public funding. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually baffled that, like, this is going on, that they're. Do you have any insight into this? Because I don't understand, like, oh, yeah, like, OK, like everybody's into Star Wars and into space and whatever. Like, that's cool. Has nothing to do with it. But but what is this about? This has nothing to do with that because it's not impressive, right? We have a we have a rover on Mars, like we've sent satellites to Pluto, like you you go. We've seen a guy with Red Bull eight years ago jump out of, you know, the atmosphere and mm-hmm. free fall to Earth. That was impressive. Um, it's just it's it's the it's this it's this brainwashing of America where. Somehow, and it's like, it's the greatest magic trick in history. Like, this is some David Copperfield shit, right? That somehow, through social media, through uh, propaganda, we find it really impressive that people are so rich and we all aspire to be that. So when you're watching Jeff Bezos and his, and his, with his little bald head and his one weird eye... And and that idiot, Virgin America idiot, Branson, Branson yeah. you're picturing yourself there because that's what America has put in your head that like maybe you. I mean, Richard Branson literally said that anything's possible. Your dreams will come true. And people believe that shit. And it's like, you know what people in, in some parts of the world's dream is like to eat that day, right. to, to get some water um, in this stupid country. Through social media, through what I don't, I don't quite. There's probably a guess we can get on that's smarter than me about it, but it's the great, it's the great trick, it's the great wool over, you know, pulling the wool over your eyes that that these were billionaires and these companies have all um, tricked us where we don't, 
we sit there watching that and people like me and you who are like super progressive i'm like furious i'm like text these motherfuckers like why why are people not eating why am i looking at homeless people when these guys aren't paying taxes and then they're putting it in our face and the reaction that me and you have i actually think is rare i mean i think a lot of people are like think it's fair that they don't pay taxes like that they're smart because they like got around the system it's it's crazy I think you're right. There's there is that ideology that's hammered into one's head very early on um, that you know if you this is the 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 land of opportunity kind of argument, right? That if you just sort of grind, um, you're 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 going to succeed no matter what. You know, you can overcome whatever odds, and then maybe you, too, you know you too will one day be <laughs> you know shot in a cock rocket up into space. You know, so like that, if that's the case, I don't know. I mean, I, th- it, it, it brings me back to, and I might've mentioned this before on the pod, but I, it, it's, I think it's very um, telling is, is a campaign, Ronald Reagan's reelection campaign mm-hmm. in, in 84. Um, and he was talking to, I think it was a, a bunch of union members in, in probably Pennsylvania, I think it was either Pennsylvania or Massachusetts, but I actually think mm-hmm. it was Pennsylvania. Um, might have even been Bucks County, uh, but no, he wasn't in Bucks County. It might have been. It, it was definitely not like Western. You know, yeah. it was like so. I, I think it was, I'll, I'll I'll double check this. But anyway, talking to Union Hall basically, and and you know, in describing you know what Walter Mondale would do, which would be. Um, you know, to uh, do different sort of uh, taxation and so on. And he was also arguing that, well, you know, I'm I'm not as extreme as him, but, you know, we should be taxing more uh, because, you know, you don't want to be taxed the same as your boss. You know, mm-hmm. your boss makes more than you. And they were all screaming in opposition to this because they, too, were arguing that, well, one day they may become mm-hmm. a boss and they may become a millionaire and mm-hmm. keep those taxes low, mm-hmm. Right. Um, these are union members, right? 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 Okay. So like, if you want to think about how deep the ideology is permeated that, you know, the organized left, uh, the union movement at this point is arguing for regressive taxation, right? So if that's that, that gives you some sort of window into like, okay, um, I don't know how to sort of wrench people out of this. Um, it's, it's completely you're not going to wrench people out here's what's going to happen people like you said to reiterate people look at that and they believe that that's fair game that's what that's american dream that's the american dream right that's why we're america Mm -hmm. (laughs) even Mm -hmm. though there's plenty of billionaires in china and russia i mean this is you know saudi arabia very rich people uh, but in their heads, that's because they're here. They're born here. You know, how many people do you know that have never left the country that say this is the best country in the world? Yeah. Because you 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 don't have a choice. It's like, you know, I don't want to get into religion, but it's not much different. I mean, America is, is a form of religion. It's a cult. You're born into it. You're brainwashed. You're indoctrinated in. And you believe this bullshit. And people, as you can see from the COVID vaccine, are too stupid to think about what that means, right? They don't think about, okay, he's a billionaire. It ends there, right, for them. Oh, that's cool. Maybe me one day. You know, I'm on. I'm looking at Instagram. I'm gonna one day. I'm gonna be rich. Right. 
but they then don't think about, okay, well, how did he do this? What are the consequences of this? Who's getting hurt, which is everybody, all of us. And that's not part of our, because no one taught us that. It's like when you get, when you, when you, when I got out of uh, college, when I left, I didn't know how to, you know, think about accounting, like doing my taxes. Like we're not taught this kind of stuff. So we can't, you have to want to learn. You have to want to do it. So here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is the country is going to keep getting poorer and richer all at once. There's no way around this because what we are now seeing is you can actually storm the Capitol and there's not really consequences. Like we're, we're completely out of control. There's zero accountability. The Democrats, the Democrats are so weak. Just it's as frustrating. An, just as an aside, since you mentioned that, I don't know if people heard about this or if you heard about this, but they, they just passed the first criminal sentence for somebody for doing for a storming. Yeah, it's like 12 and he months. Got, and he got nine months. Nine months, yeah. That's nine months. Yeah. Versus the um, airman who, uh, the whistleblower on the drone program. I know. 45 months. Yeah. I mean. Whistleblowing. Right. Dude, just just yeah. that dichotomy right there is pretty telling. And they would execute Snowden if they could. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. people, it, it's, I don't even want to get into that. That's another podcast. But you're correct. And because the GOP is so good at tapping into stupid and I don't, I'll, I, I have no problem saying that anymore. Like it's just, it's a stupidity because there's no value in our education system. There's no funding for it. We've completely devalued it and people don't care. And, and then colleges have been a ripoff for the last 30 years and people are now onto that and we don't care anymore. Um, we're not getting anything for all of the student loans. You're not really getting anything anymore. You're getting ripped off. So what's happened is they've tapped into this stupidity that these people are now literally under the control of a king, Donald Trump. He's still controlling the party from his golf course. It's amazing. He's not even on Twitter. He's not on social mm -hmm. media anymore. He's still yeah. in complete control. And they're tripling down on dumb. And that, unfortunately, there are plenty of rich people that are anti-vaxxers and vote Donald Trump for their own shitty reasons. And they're, you know, we, we know who those people are. But what ends up happening is this group of uneducated people that come time and time again vote against their interests they get more and more in the cult more and more into it it's like defending the molesting priests right mm -hmm. it's like there's a there's a i've heard people say well, a lot of religions have these problems like that that's where we're at as mm -hmm. people is like we can't even go this is fucked up <laughs> Something's wrong here. People are dying. People are starving. Um, like, even even with Biden taking the troops out of Afghanistan, there's there's pluses and negatives to that, of course. But like the GOP jumps on it, like, how dare him do this? It's like that was Donald Trump's whole thing was that he we were getting out of these wars. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It yeah. does, it does, and it's just yeah. like. They've they, they become fiscal hawks again. Yeah, and also this, this, um, these computers, the internet, all this stuff. I mean, it's just you can find whatever you want, and it's actually like done really well. Like I watch all the propaganda videos about COVID and stuff, and I'm, I'm like, damn, that was good. <laughs> like, should sick. I take a night shot? <laughs> because they're because people are talented, right? There are the storytellers mm -hmm. are talented, and and these these people that are media savvy and like mm -hmm. social media savvy, they're incredible. I'm not good at it, but my God, I see people that are, 
and you can take any footage. There's no accountability. You can use it. You're not getting right. sued. Um, you can use it, manipulate it with one moron that's well-spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, you get mm-hmm. one smarter person than all the dumb people that actually like is educated. That's nuts. Like Laura Ingram, all these people like Sean right. Hannity, they're smarter than the people that watch them. That we can say. Like, we think they're buffoons, but they're definitely smarter than the people that watch them. And they sell it. They completely fucking sell it. And it's, they, they're they unapologetic. They all got the vaccine, Tucker Carlson. They all have it. And mm-hmm. then they're spreading bullshit. And it like, I don't know how you combat that. I, I think the only way to combat that is like what AOC is doing. And I think it's just grassroots. Get your army of people and keep fighting. I mean, I just think that I don't see another way because there are plenty of well-off or well-to-do Democrats that, as you can see in New York City, that will vote for the police officer that was a Republican because they actually want more cops. They actually want uh, somebody that knows what it's like to be wealthy. They want that. It's all bullshit. All their whole fake shit. It's not real. And that's why they secretly hate the squad. That's why they hate Bernie. Like they... I can't tell you how many people during the election were like, I hate Bernie. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't well, get that. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a secret, right? They're pretty open about it. And, and I think one thing, you know, to, to this point that you're making about how the sort of cult of money is much like a religious cult in America, you know, that, that in, in political science and history, they call that civil religion, right? So that, that you know, it's not, it's not religion um, as a sort of, uh, godly figure, godly spiritual absolution, yeah. stuff like that. That it's it's not that, but rather for the civil society that there's a sort of ruling ideology that glues everybody together, mm-hmm. and that people obey, mm-hmm. right? And in, in the same way, it's religious in the, in the same sense that there's a certain dogmas that you don't disobey, you just follow, and and that sort of thing. Um, and you know this idea of, on the one hand you can see what's attractive about it because there's this sort of great, um, you know, belief in human potential, right? That if you just, you know, exercise your human faculties to their fullest, you, you will succeed and you will, you know, skyrocket to the top of the socioeconomic ladder, et cetera. There's mobility and all that. So that, that's all, that's all sounds, you know, great. And you can see why that's attractive. Um, but what, what that specifically overlooks is structure. Right. So it's like it privileges the individual like this individual that's like an atomized individual that's just, you know, unencumbered by circumstance. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and sort of forgets that there's all these sort of immovable structures in our society uh, that, you know, very much keep people in a certain class and, and so on. And this idea of becoming, you know, a potential Bezos just for some perspective here. So Jeff Bezos became the first person in the world to um, get $200 billion, right, this this past year. Um, and that's such an astronomical amount. It's just kind of hard to think about. And two points I want to make about this. On the one hand, um, he's got the plausible deniability that his actual Amazon salary is $81,000 a year. Uh, which puts him in this sort of middle, um, you know, middle class uh, tax bracket where and, and then he's gotten some other compensation, which, which which skyrockets him to another one, which is another million and a half. The rest is coming from Amazon stock, um, 
so his argument is that, well, I don't actually, you know, um, have that much money. I just, you know, have these sort of controlling things. But of course, he can sell. He he can and does sell stock all the time, and he has tons of money. What does that money actually mean? So, the let's take it this way: the average um, Amazon worker, their median wage for an Amazon worker, is twenty nine thousand dollars a year. Okay, which comes down to five hundred and fifty-seven dollars a week. All right, that's that's um, uh, for if you're an, a median worker, you're not at the bottom, you're not at the top, you're just median. For him, uh, what that means is that he gets three thousand seven hundred and fifteen dollars per second. That's his pay per second. <laughs> Let's just pause for five seconds. Jeff Bezos missed me twenty thousand dollars. Damn. He just made another nine. <laughs> right? Okay, so just just think about that. Three thousand seven hundred dollars per second. All right. Um, and this is the this this is what is being presented to what we should aspire to. It's actually disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's actually it's the epitome um, of like heartless greed. It's, it's just disgusting. It's, it, like morally repugnant. It's, it's, it's crazy. And these morons, they actually are so they're, they're so far gone that they believe like they're going to go down in history as like these amazing people like history is going to remember them as horrible humans like they have to understand i mean we're taking down statues of george washington bro like you're going down <laughs> richard branson should be remembered for uh his push to privatize the rail industry in britain mm. and i've been going to england for a long enough is that i remember when it was nationalized and when it's been privatized and Every single British person you talk to, and I've also just as, as my own personal experience, the private trains are terrible. They are absolutely horrible. Uh, they're always late. They're competing with each other over tracks and things like that, and nothing works properly. Sure. Um, and this is this is a lot of this was spearheaded by Sir Richard Branson. I mean, so, his, he he tanked as a he tried to start Virgin Airlines. It tanked. Yeah. He's Virgin been... Records tanked. This is not. Here's what happens. These guys get lucky. Is there? Is there? Here's what they're really good at, right? They're good at having an idea and pursuing it and relentlessly getting what they want. That's a talent, and I'm not taking that from anybody. But what ends up happening? It's why Shark Tank is a show, which I produced on. They're idiots. They're not that smart, right? Mm -hmm. They're not. They're, you're definitely much smarter than anybody on Shark Tank. But they've made a ton of money, and in this country rich and smart somehow have been married to, to most people. If you're really, really rich, you must be smart. So they all have something to say. They all have something to say, and they're fucking idiots. Uh, Mark Cuban, all these people, they have a million duds for their one big thing that made them billions of dollars. I'm not, I'm not taking it from you. But they also fail miserably. His, his basketball team is 
has got tons of controversy around it. I mean, it's run terribly. There's been sexism. There's been racism. You know, there's been weird stuff going on. He's not that good at running a business. He also sold his technology to YouTube way before he should have and probably could have had, you know, 20 more billion dollars. It was a dumb move. They're not that smart. And you could see that when Bloomberg ran for president, he looked like a moron on the stage. He was terrible. I would have outdebated that guy in 10 seconds. And yep. he I'll never even have the money in his pocket right now. Um, but that's what's happened is we've we've sensationalized, we've we've romanticized wealth, and that is the dream, right? That's what people all want today is I want to be a billion. I mean, it's not even a when we were kids. It was like I remember being a kid, being like, man, I love to make a million dollars. Oh day. yeah. A million dollars was like, yeah. you You're are set. rich. That You're guy's set. dad has a million life. dollars. Yeah, yeah, done. <laughs> Done and done. Million dollars is bullshit. It's bullshit now. It's nothing. It's you. It's not. You don't. Tell, it's not braggable. It's like cool, man. <laughs> cool. Good. Good. That's awesome, dude. And that's what's happened. And then those same people are actually miserable. I promise you. All. I'm not all, but I, a lot of very, very wealthy people are miserable. That's why they are in the. That's why Jeffrey Epstein was a thing. That's why he had an island where other very rich men would come and, and rape young women. They don't have anything. They're cold. They're, they become monsters. And this persona in the world is like, I'm happy. I'm fulfilling my dreams. I'm going to space. They're going to space because they, they get no joy out of anything. So that little rocket in the space, actually, they felt something. And that you, I promise you, you wouldn't want that life. It's not that great. The only thing they do better than us is they travel in much nicer airplanes. They can avoid people, which is really nice, and they can live anywhere they want to. But even over time, it's not that great. But yeah. we've we because we we because ninety nine point nine percent of us will never get there. They've done such a good job, and and Mark Zuckerberg and these idiots have helped them by making it look like heaven. It's, I, I'm still like just uh, completely baffled by the, you know, some of the, you know, the handful of the richest people in the world, all men, um, who are just battling over who's going to be in space for a few more minutes than the next guy, it's you crazy. know, and, and in that way, it's, it's and actively very, talking shit about each other. Yeah, it's very like a, a rich, super wealthy culture. Right at work here, it's like this one-upmanship of well, if that guy's doing it, that means I have to do it, and you know, if 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 that rich person's doing this, it must be good because by definition, what a rich person does is good, and therefore, right. you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll outdo him. Right? It's just it's just totally nuts. Um, Elon Musk. Yeah, no, there's he's, a guy. He's next. His, his whole think... argument is that we're going to be. I'm going to. Okay, these guys went. You know, Branson. You know, there's a debate whether he even made it to space because he didn't really penetrate the outer atmosphere. Right. Um, Bezos was there for like four minutes. Um, and then Elon Musk is saying, oh, well, I'm actually going to orbit. Right. And he will. I just want to say, yeah, Sputnik, this has been done. <laughs> like, right. This is in the 1950s. It's not. They're not. They're crazy. All that money. I mean, Mike Bloomberg spent $100 million on his presidential campaign, which he never had a shot. Yeah. Never had a shot. All that money. So so that's what I'm saying, right? 
we're 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 at a place where the majority of us look at that and what it should trigger is great disgust and anger like actual anger mm -hmm. new york city's a fucking mess and this moron is spending 100 million dollars on his ego like we need you to be president sit down and it's not happening so yeah maybe they're not getting cheered on everybody's pump but like elon musk is affecting the market he tweets about crypto stuff and markets tank or markets right. you know go up and it, he just gets away with it and i don't know it's uh extremely frustrating to the point where i'm actually like i battle i have like burnout from it i i i don't feel anything with it i you know and it's a problem and i will get it back but i look at it i'm just like fuck all these people man I'm like go ahead there go was ahead, go, go get go get Elon Musk's nuts in, uh, on your forehead. Like I don't care. There was literally, um, I think ProPublica did a news analysis of the um, cable news coverage of this billionaire space race uh, versus um, the amount of reports on climate um, uh, last year, and there was three times as much coverage in one day of the billionaire space race as there was for all coverage on climate issues in all of 2020. Mm. Not shocking, right? Do you know what else I see in all of these left-wing propaganda papers and Donald Trump stuff daily? They're right back to it. <laughs> He's going to run again. You're, <laughs> you're letting him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's very, frust very frustrating. And it's very also hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> hot everywhere. <laughs> Wait, can I just, just speaking of climate, so the I know. past yeah. fast couple of days, the, you know, I live in Vermont, the air quality here is like pristine, right? It's beautiful. You haven't gotten hit with the fire? You can, you can literally, you, you just take a deep breath and it's it just good literally air. feels good in your lungs. That's good air. For the past two days, we couldn't see the mountains. Oh, yeah. And the reason for that is the Oregon fire. So 3,000 miles away, we're mm -hmm. getting that. And that fire is the size of two Manhattans, right? That's how big that fire is. And its smoke is affecting places 3,000 miles away. Um, and meanwhile, these guys are going to space. Just yeah. for perspective here, right? This is insanity. It's actual insanity. It's, it's literally like the world is burning, right? You know, like, and these guys are going to space. Um, in that sense, again, it's a great metaphor for... Um, you know, that echelon of people is like, they're just above it all, right? Like, it just, there's, what is that, uh, um, the the Great Gatsby line, right? The, the Fitzgerald line, when he says, like, the rich are not like us, they don't live like us, they're, they're just different, um, because they're so cloistered and, and cocooned um, from, oh, for sure. from sort of worldly strife, right? Um, and, and, you know, that's, what better way to signal that is to um, get in a, uh, a rocket uh, shaped just like a penis um, and literally uh, shoot, shoot off um, it's so, into the atmosphere. It's a, it's a great image. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we're sending dicks into space. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that, that's true. I mean, it's th these people that are in that tax bracket are living in their own version of the world. It's not even the country. They're all because they're from all over and they can, right, they're, right. they're playing chess with poor people. And we do nothing about it, you know. Yeah, and it's so stitched into the fabric of this country that 
you can take anything and tie it to something horrible, <laughs> including the sh- the Yankee shirt you're wearing and the Nike shorts I'm in right this now. This is true. This is and true. And it's hard. Like it's you know you have to make a real effort to avoid contributing to it. But until we collectively join forces and like rebel, like our good friends in Europe against the super billionaire soccer league which is right. gorgeous. It's like, right. it's that easy. You right. can kill no, that, this shit in three days, actually a dude. great model. It's a great model. It's a great of, model. You know. Get angry and yeah. join forces. People that hate each other go, yeah, yeah, fuck these billionaires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All and the football clubs that hate each other. Hate each other. We're like, nah, fuck yeah. this shit. We're not yeah. these idiots ruin our shit. Like, we want to hate each other on our terms. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like amazing. It was like one of the fa- my favorite podcasts we ever did. Because Michael's amazing, but just like, that was that was the blueprint for anything. Yeah. For anything. If you're passionately if you if you're passionate about something, even if you completely disagree but the overall idea of what you're arguing about you all love equally. Right. You can figure it out. Right. I just don't think we love I just don't I don't think this is I think people are numb. I don't think people feel anything. I think it's all fake and you can tell by the January 6th riot. They were trying to kill cops even though they say blue lives matter. They were storming and destroying the Capitol and saying make America great again. This is they get angry when you take down the statues of the people that built that thing but then destroy it. It's like there's there's no real ideology here. It's just yeah. it's just displaced yeah. anger and frustration and they're and they've been brainwashed by people that are really good at it to make them believe destruction is going to somehow uh, turn into happiness or, or something on the other side. And well, it's, on that front, I mean, there's like a lot of evidence that, you know, allowing people to channel and vent their anger um, creates a lot of emotional bonds. Um, you know, the military has all sorts of psychology on this um, and, and how... You know, you feel connected that way, right? And yeah. and and hence, you know, we're just talking about well, how is it that you know, post being being basically being deplatformed on all the major um, social media outlets, Trump still has such sway? Uh, is that you know that anger and that the venting of that anger, those mm-hmm. rallies and all that kind of stuff, creates a bond? You know, Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's like it's. Uh, in the same way as you know, like when Penn State wins, they torch their whole town. Yeah, um, it's it's like uh, it's the same kind of vibe, you yeah. know. So, it's like the Elks Club, you know, <laughs> Knights of Columbus. It's like yeah, exactly, those, exactly. Like angry instead of like yeah. pasta dinners once a year, they they burn the Capitol down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, um, it is summertime. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, but summer the, feels good. It does feel good, but summer brings fires and like you know, oh, summer is like this thing that we used to love. But now, honestly, when summer is coming and it's this kind of weather, I'm like, one is New Orleans going to get hit with a hurricane right. or anything yeah. in the Gulf. And yeah. is the West going to burn down? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's very real for us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what summer is. Winter, we don't have as yeah. many disasters in winter, okay? Yeah, unless you're in Texas and don't have any heat. I mean, you know what? I don't, <laughs> again, keep voting for these morons. 
Have fun with that. <laughs> Texas, <Yep>. you're so <laughs> independent. It hits 20 degrees and the whole fucking state shuts down. Exactly. I, I lived in I lived in Quebec for five years and would walk to class backwards in negative 10 degree weather. I was fine. All, All right, right, man. All right. Um, we'll do it again sometime soon, right? No Politics at Dinner Table is produced by Amp Kosh with beats by our buddy G. Baderoy. Um, check out our newsletter. Please go on our website. Um, it's nopoliticsatdinnertable.com and sign up for our newsletter. Amit crushes it every week. It's a very quick read, but you'll leave slightly smarter. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Thank you.